Welcome to Kitchen Chat. This is where we sample the talents of the most notorious chefs, home cooks, foodies, and celebrities that sizzle. Get ready for a culinary journey that you won't find anywhere else. Here's the host of Kitchen Chat, Margaret McSweeney. friends and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm so excited you're joining us today. I'm one of your co-hosts, Margaret McSweeney, along with Chef Jamie Larita, and we are in a very special place today, Vermilion, with Rohini Day, who I cannot wait for you to meet. So welcome. Oh, Rohini, thank you for having us here in your wonderful, beautiful restaurant, Vermilion. I'm so curious because your accolades, I mean, you're not gonna believe her resume. You are a doctor, PhD, as well as having worked at the World Bank. You come from the business world, very successful with McKinsey Consulting. And you made a decision, I can't wait to hear about this, to become a restaurateur and entrepreneur. How did that happen? And on the, along the way, Chef Jamie, she became a disruptor in the food industry. So share with us, how did that happen? How much time do you have, Mom? <laughs> By the way, we love a disruptor. Yes, we do. <laughs> Pleasure to be on here, and thank you for having me. Um, I just wanted to figure out what's the fastest way to uh, address career suicide. And so I picked this industry pretty much. But <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> nailed it, exactly. Nailed it. <laughs> I'm not going to counsel. So there are a lot of young women who come to me and say, how do I enter? And I say, explore elsewhere. <laughs> but no, uh, um, this, it goes, goes back a couple of decades. Uh, I, As you mentioned, I was at McKinsey, used to eat out compulsively on the road. All I knew about restaurants was that I loved them. I considered them travel through food, and travel is what I'm addicted to. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did consider Indian food in the U.S. abysmal. (laughs) Um, It is misrepresented. It has a bad rap. It's curry in a hurry. Everybody is frightened about spicy. And I, in my infinite humility, set out to change that. Mm. Quit McKinsey and entered the world of restaurants 18 years ago. And this was, if you think back, this was when Nobu had transformed the perception of Japanese cuisine and made it stylish, accessible, approachable. So that was my intent in a nutshell. It's very, very interesting to me about, you know, how when people meld flavors. Um, How did that come about and what does that mean to you? I'm glad you asked because it's, it's a provocative melding. For those who don't know about the history of India and Latin America, it's also provocative because when I set out, the bulk of all fusion was either with French or contemporary, which has also got French influences. And I did not want to box myself in that because from where I come from, is based on centuries and centuries of culinary tradition. And I find the, the whole Francophobia or European obsession very, uh, what's the word? Very, um, it, it really misses the point of a lot of the globe in terms of <clears throat> cuisines. And I find the whole notion of boxing in anything that's not French is ethnic, that too raises my ire, you know? <laughs> so, I, so, so for me, the Indian and the Latin made a lot of sense for a couple of reasons. One, historically, there are a lot of cross influences. The Portuguese were on Indian shores for four centuries, Brazil. 
Spanish cuisine is hugely influenced by the Moors and, and uh, you know, the uh, Persian and Middle Eastern influences, you know, things like saffron and cumin came all the way from there, which is also very much so in India. And then all of Latin America is influenced by Spain. So that's the historical side. But then you look at, you walk into a marketplace, huge similarities because of the tropical belts. So things like mango, plantain, cilantro, guava, tamarind, Mm-hmm. used in mm-hmm. everything yeah. whether in Mexico or in India so why not play with that but more than that I just love being provocative and so a lot of the dishes we have fun with and I'll, I'll, I'll get into that later wow. oh I'm getting hungry and I can't wait to go into the kitchen and I'm liking her more and more she's so spicy that? yes yeah, that sounds a little patronizing but we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that I mean it in the best way okay accomplished. Let's talk about your passion for helping other women in the industry. I am so impressed with what you have put together in such a short time, and it is going to be international soon. Can you share with the listeners and viewers about Let's Talk Women? Uh, Margaret, because of my background, I'm no stranger to the glass ceiling. You know, I've seen it in the World Bank, at the country policy level, I've seen it in corporations working with McKinsey. Are the numbers changing? Yes, but glacially, and I guarantee that hell will freeze over before we get to parity at this pace. Mm. And in our industry, in the culinary industry, what I, the term I, I, I coined is the gastro ceiling, and that is fundamentally lower than the glass ceiling. When it comes to chefs, leading executive chefs, whether of restaurant groups or massive restaurants, not that many. Is it changing? Yes, but very slowly. Hmm. When it comes to restaurateurs or, or, or mega restaurateur groups, I would challenge you to name more than three to me, like across the country. So why is that? And that, that, that made me pause. I started on this journey in a zealous way 11 years ago when I started the women's program for the James Beard Foundation a decade ago. And I chaired that, I ran it, I grew it, and my entire focus was on ownership Mm -hmm. because I strongly believe that if you change the two elements of financial literacy, enable women to raise capital and confidence, Mm -hmm. just risk-seeking, then you can change the dynamics. So, so that's, that was my focus there. But then in 2020, when, as we all know, all hell broke mm-hmm. loose and all of us were mandated shut and our debt was racking up and we couldn't, there was no, there was no testing. Mm-hmm. There was no hand sanitizer. There was no toilet paper, nothing. Remember the I good mean, old days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were expected to run our businesses. And uh, that's when I reached out to some uh, colleagues, other women restaurateurs, owners, and we started helping each other so viscerally that it was magical. And I I took that model, crafted it, and launched it across now 13 other cities. That group of uh, us in Chicago a year ago is now more than 50 of us, all women business owners, employers, operators, and we're more than 600 of us across 13 cities. Wow, so it's, 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 and now it's just a function of bandwidth because yes. we keep get, I, I keep getting calls for my city wants it, mine does it, and, and who knows where we're headed. 
The world is the oyster. Yeah, and it's like, if yes. there is, obviously, there's this great need to be recognized for that. Yes. And it's like, uh, there's a lot of people who felt like you. That's what it feels like. Mm -hmm. A lot of women felt like it the way you did. Mm -hmm. And it's important that you're highlighting the opportunity to all of these women out there yes. in the restaurant field. Yes, gender equity is important in this mm -hmm. industry. Gender as equity. Well. Yes, as well. And also the diversity is so important in this industry. So thank you for what you are doing to empower women across the country and soon to be around the world as well through Let's Talk Women. Yeah, it's great. And not to change the subject yeah. on that because it's yeah. so important, but let's talk a little bit about the front of the house versus the back of the house. Mm -hmm. As far as like um, the food is one way to interpret what it is your messages through the food, but what about design? How does that, how does that, I notice your restaurant has a lot of different flavors in here. Do you think about the front of the house meeting the back of the house in tastes on both ends? I obsess about it. <laughs> I'm very detail-oriented. So every little thing here from the pictures to the furniture to the lighting is, is, is an expression of my aesthetic. Yes. And uh, it's ironic, but uh, I was relaunching this when COVID happened. So a whole new menu and then we postponed that, all of that. But everything happens for a reason. I'm also very, very involved in uh, the direction of our cuisine. I care tremendously about the flavors. For us, it's all about bold, memorable flavors. And yeah. so, I mean, while I admire beautiful plating, I dislike food that obsesses about the finesse to the point mm -hmm. where it all becomes just an ode to the chef. Right. Uh, and, and, the, and the flavors are compromised mm -hmm. or substance is compromised. So it could be an exquisite little bite, but if you paid $300 to have eight exquisite bites and you leave and you go home and you want to have a... White Castle? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say ramen. Yeah, same <laughs> that's thing. That's my go-to. <laughs> Mine as well. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, that's, not, that's yeah. not good. Well, it's not, yeah. you know, it's for me as a chef and a designer myself, it's about memory. How do you be mm -hmm. memorable? And taste memory is as important as, you know, what you see, what you smell, how it's served. I mean, it's, to me, everything matters, mm -hmm. but it seems like flavor seems to be your... It's my thing. It's your thing. And uh, I mean, uh, I, I, so I've traveled to 55 countries. I've eaten at the temples of haute cuisine. I always do. And I've eaten at the streets. And it's ironic that the better memories come from the latter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because, you know, it's about energy, right? And it's mm -hmm. about feeling. And when you eat street food, it's like the roots of the cuisine. Yes. So some of the best memories I have from traveling with rock bands and celebrities have been that moment in Japan where mm -hmm. I had that memorable, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it was, pancake. And, it, and then I go back three or four times before I yeah. leave. And like you said, most times get disappointed that the lack yeah. of energy, and sometimes that gets diluted in the process. You know, street food, you're, these are people that are hungry for success and they need you to buy their food. That's also yeah. for us, that's something very much, it, it engages the senses in a much better way. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's 
I'm glad you mentioned Japan because one of my favorite memories is outside the fish market. If you oh, go yeah. very early, those oh, tiny that. little stalls, yes. oh, yeah, where, yes. they, where, they, where they actually irritated to have you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. It's 4.30 yeah. in the morning. But it's amazing. Uh, it that amazing. steaming tempura it. and it. soba and the broth. Yes. It just doesn't feel I the know. same, right? I know, yeah. Or you go to Italy and you just have that spur of a moment tossed pasta yeah. or you go and have anti-cuchos in the streets yeah. of Peru or or yeah. chart on the streets of India. It's yeah, no, very it's different. I was yeah. fortunate enough to travel, Margaret, mm -hmm. as you know, yes. all over the world with lots of bands and had That's memory like of those. Fun. Oh, wow. We could have. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> yeah, a whole different. <laughs> a whole different. <laughs> yeah. Did you play something? Yes. Um, I sing. Yeah, so with, the, uh, with that said, you know, these memories, these mm -hmm. taste memories, like, leave impressions like tattoos yeah. on your mm -hmm. tongue. You know, I love so, that. Tattoos yeah. on your tongue. Well, speaking of taste memories, yes. I know that the diners who visit here will create some great taste memories here at Vermilion. So what what would you recommend that's on the menu? That's, which, not a, which, that's not a good question. <laughs> what's the dish of the moment? Because uh, I'm not going to say these are my three good dishes and the rest is... Uh, <laughs> no, no, what, no. About, what about taking it, that same question yes. and changing it a little yeah. bit? What if we say... What is the dish of the moment? Yes. <laughs> okay, I will just, I'll pull a few dishes that I've had on our menu since day one, which mm -hmm. is 18 years ago, which is not to say that the rest of it has not evolved, but just to give you a sense of who we are. Yes. And so uh, one is the blackened chili tamarind ribs. Wow. These Black are, whole, yeah. Blackened chili, chili tamarind, tamarind ribs. ribs. Go. That's a and these are like, braised for like oh, I think more than a day almost it's got the heat of Indian black pepper which was considered mm. black gold that's what drew the Portuguese and the Spanish Empire. it caused it caused the world to change it's giving me goosebumps wow. yeah it's not my ribs but the pepper <laughs> what a, what a, I mean just, that's what caused Christopher Columbus to come yeah, and like stumble into said, the US I think they were braised for at least a day yeah, yeah. That, uh, uh, good things take time guys. good things take time and uh, tamarind very common to both regions yeah. like I flagged so tart bracing heat mm. melting of the bones divine oh. so that's one and, and, and it personifies the melding of the two. Yes. Another example which I is is my go-to dish to take home is the tandoori skirt steak. Mm. And this is it's seared in our tandoor, which is the Indian oven. Yes. It's the tandoori marinade, which we do, you know, in-house. But it's a cut of beef, which Argentina and of course Latin America is mm -hmm. known for, succulent, flavorful, and. Once you have that, I, I, I promise you that a straight-up steak with straight-up seasoning is going to feel pedestrian. Wow, I can't wait to try <laughs> that dish. That's another one. Because I love, I have to tell you, I do love a, a very simple steak, but you're about to change my oh, life. Yes, I am. Wow, well, amazing. I'm excited to actually go into the kitchen to continue our kitchen chat. Well, if it's going to be a kitchen million, chat, Margaret. Absolutely, and I have to say a special thank you to Middleby Corporation for sponsoring this filming, and I am just so excited to see what's cooking in the kitchen. So right. shall, we, shall we go? Let's go.
course, it's super loud and exciting. Chef Raul has got some dishes prepared for us. Burger. These are life-changing yes. ribs. Yes, these are. Yes. This Tell is me why. Tell me why these ribs are life-changing. Okay, I'll say these are the best ribs you'll find around. Okay. Falls off the bone. These are our uh, tamarind pork ribs. Okay. Uh, slow cook for eight hours. Wow. And uh, it falls off the bone and it has a heat to it which cools down with the slaw. So can I take yeah. it so, like this or are you going to put it in a doggy bag for me? No, we'll put it in a to-go box for you. <laughs> to-go box, very good. Tell me about this dish here. Oh, so that's our tandoori skirt steak. Mm. So that's the inside of a skirt steak. We marinate that in our tandoori sour cream for 24 hours. Wow. Then we grill it and we finish it in the tandoor, served with uh, garlic spinach. So if people had to come in here and try these two dishes, what is the one word you would want to hear from their mouth after they tasted it? Uh, I think they should keep your mouth shut so that they can keep the taste inside. But very, same. very good. I love that word. This was such a delicious experience. Thank you so much, Chef Rao and Chef Jamie. This is always so much fun. Shall we call Rohini back in? Let's get Rohini. All right, guys. Well, obviously, we're here in the kitchen. It's amazing. We've got these imperial ovens rocking back here, and the food smells delicious. I'm going to go back and work with the chef. Yes, thank you so much, Rohini, for such a fun, special kitchen chat today here at Vermilion. Foodie friends, make sure you check out all of the great initiatives she's doing with Let's Talk Women and also make a reservation at Vermilion. Thank you so much. A pleasure. I hope you enjoyed your Indian Latin journey and thank you for coming. Of oh. course. And we can't wait to eat this delicious food. Gotta go. See you guys. Yes. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day.